You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional. Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Howdy folks, Mangy Fedlock here. How can you not feel jolly in a season like this? It's indictment season. Perhaps that is the reason everybody's feeling happy. And orange jumpsuit's pretty snappy. It's indictment season when a guy's committed treason. Nice to know there is a prison that securely soon he is in. Though a fat man will not show up on a sleigh. It appears one fat man may get locked away. Though we may not hear the sound of jingling bells. There's a jingle from the keys to lock the cells. It's indictment season. Perhaps that is the reason everybody's feeling smiley. For Jack Smith is more than wily. It's indictment season. We'll feel the love when he's in a nice federal penitentiary based on reasons evidentiary. Mangy Fetlock's getting us started today. It's indictment season. We're just waiting. Now, a word of caution. So yesterday, uh, during the show, I see Tamara's back in the YouTube chat room. Hi, Tamara. But yesterday, she jumped the gun a little bit. Now, I am very careful to try not to announce news before it is confirmed. And yesterday... There was, um, well, it was the independent newspaper from the UK that is claiming that, yes, Mark Meadows did testify that he flipped on Trump, that he's he's pleading guilty for reduced whatever. The thing is, the UK independent is the only source still 24 hours later saying it. Now, it may very well be true, but I'm not going to report it until there are at least a, a couple other um, 
you know, major U.S. news sources who confirm the story. And so, um, you know, uh, we're still waiting on that, but there's been other news in the last 24 hours uh, that's almost as good. And hopefully we will hear about Mark Meadows and um, we might hear about an indictment as soon as today, although it doesn't appear to be happening today, but you never know because, well, it's five o'clock now. The question is, is an indictment going to come from New York or Florida? And, you know, I don't care. I'd rather, or or D.C., I'd rather see it in D.C., but, you know, we'll take what we can get. Uh, so there's um, that news, and, and we'll get more into it as the day goes, as the hour progresses. Now, um, it is Thursday, so Howie Klein will be here, and there's lots to talk with Howie about today. There is all kinds of breaking news. You know, the Republicans are... Well, they're having trouble in the House. And there's been a bit of a revolt. Now, we know the Republicans are revolting, but this is the other kind of revolting. Where the Freedom Caucus people are rebelling against uh, McCarthy because he cut a debt ceiling deal with Biden and the Democrats and didn't tank the global economy. Go figure. It's like, you know, what what the hell? (laughs) Um. But we'll we'll get into that with Howie. The thing is, I you know I, I I spend too much time reporting bad news. So occasionally, when there's good news, I want to shout it from the rooftops. So today, we begin with good news. Tell me something good. Good news blowing in your window. Good news is knocking on your door. Some news that just crossed right now. Pat Robertson has died at the age of 93. He founded the Christian Broadcasting Network in 1961, building it into a global empire. Robertson was known for his 700 Club television show, which helped him gain a massive following. He's credited with making religion a pillar of Republican politics, creating... The Christian Coalition. Wow. He was also known for his on-air pronouncements, which drew frequent criticism. He often spoke about God's judgment of America on issues like abortion, homosexuality, pornography, and even the teaching of evolution. Oh, my God. Pat Robertson has passed away at the age of 93. Tell me something good. Woo! You know, I usually don't dance on graves, but today... It's good news. Good news blowing in your window. Good news is knocking on your door. Good, 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 good. good. All right. Yeah, it's, you know, when there's good news, I like to shout it from the rooftop. So, you know, back in over the years, I spent many days where Pat Robertson would say something horrific. And I would have to, again, declare him the most heinous human on the planet. So, um, in fact, this is a little montage I put together some years ago, uh, just before he was dead. 
but now he's dead. Just enough people were praying. He would interview and go, you, you could pray. God, Jesus is still the storm. You could still the storm. Amen. You've got a couple of uh, same-sex guys kissing. You like that. Well, that makes me want to throw up. But if oh. you think you punch, to me, I would punch vomit, not like. Amen. We're having a tremendous amount of this black on white violence. And I, I have a feeling that instead of bringing racial harmony, having an African-American president has exacerbated the problem. He seems to be wanting to bring division among people instead of bringing them together. He is one of really? the most divisive leaders this country <laughs> really? has ever had. Wow. And uh, uh, it just seems he wants to it, rub the edges raw every chance he gets to talk Obama? about the rich or talk about the privileged <laughs> or to talk about the impoverished middle class or uh, the blacks and whites and what? so forth. It's always something there to stir up controversy. Amen. 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 The idea is you don't gain anything by shunning, but at the same time, uh, you don't want your children to grow up as lesbians. That's what you're talking about. You, you don't want to show them that that's an acceptable really? lifestyle for your family. Oh, my God. This is Fields, who says, my 16-year-old son says he's gay. What do I do? Well, Abe, I think you need to pray for him, and I think you need to uh, counsel with him and see, <laughs> you know, is there really a biological thing going on, or has he been influenced as a coach? A coach? Uh, well, in today's him. world, there's so much. That's... Well, I, I know, <laughs> and the whole idea of, of these kids are in a formative state, and sure, they may have some attractions to people of the same sex. I mean, they don't know what they're doing. They're teenagers. Don't write him off, and I think what you need to do is talk to him, counsel with him, and, and be understanding. But they are willing to rip apart the framework of traditional marriage to rip apart an organization that has done so much good for young people, the Boy Scouts, to rip apart certain of these other things that we have counted as important in our society. All for one thing, that the way they do sex will be accepted in the mainstream of society. 2% deciding what the rest of us does, and they were willing to destroy it. And the Hollywood uh, and the so-called uh, liberal media has jumped on board that this is the new civil rights. Oh well, I don't God. think so. Amen. We talk about Amen. transgender. Oh. I have He's a former dead. stallion who is now a gilding <laughs> because stallions get very aggressive. But oh he wasn't my trying God. to be a girl. We just made him into a less, <laughs> a less, a less so aggressive funny. male. <laughs> You know, the liberals, the so-called socialists, the progressives, they've moved away from God. And when you move away from God, then you say, oh, we're humanists. And then as a result of humanity and rejecting God, you have the orgy of the French Revolution. You have the, <laughs> the guillotine cutting off the heads of thousands of people. You have the same thing going on now in Europe. You had it under the Nazis. You why? Can't we come back to the fact that God loves people? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Stop talking about the cheating. He cheated on you. Well, he's a man. Okay. So <laughs> what you do is begin to focus 
on why you married him in the first place. Oh, my God. On what he does good. Does he provide a home for you to live in? Does he provide food for you to eat? Then let him does fuck he around. clothes for you to Come wear? Come on, man. Uh, is he nice to the children? Do you have a happy family? Does he take the kids to sporting events? Does he go out and watch their little league games? Yeah. Does he share with you stuff that's going on? So what if he fucks and, other uh, women? Is he handsome? Or is he, <laughs> you know, what is it? And then begin to thank God that you have a marriage that is together and that, you know, you live in America and good things are happening. is dead may he rot in hell you know i could i can go yeah stop complaining he's cheating you don't have to go to bed with him oh my god forgive your adulterer husband is he handsome does he take your children to sporting events and you know hey if your kid disrespects you Smack him around a bit. He's got puberty issues. But it doesn't hurt to smack a little around really? here over around a little bit and say, look, kid, I'm your parent. You behave. You're not going to listen to that garbage in my house. If you do, I'm going to tear it up and break those <laughs> records. I'm not going to, or, or CDs or whatever. That's a good God-fearing man. Now, what did Pat Robertson say could be the consequences if we allow this kind of pride month to go on well you watch what's going to happen now they've just said they said abortion is a constitutional right they yeah. have said homosexuality is a constitutional right they've yeah. said now homosexual marriage is a constitutional yeah. right yeah. watch what happens what happens love affairs between men and animals <laughs> Will be absolutely <laughs> prohibited. I mean, permi permitted. But, but, but um, per, per, which one is it, Pat? Is it permitted or prohibited? Because he can't seem to figure it out. Love affairs between humans and animals are happening because abortion. Well, they took the right away from us, but you know, you get the idea. Oh, do tell more, Pat. Question Come on. What? Permi permitted. Um, yeah. Polygamy without question is going to be permitted. And is it? Okay. Call the right. And you more and more and more, they're going to break down children. the barriers. There have been groups that have been trying to push that for a long time. Relationships well, with children. Now oh. because okay. the, you it know, will succeed. Intellectually, yeah. you, can't, you can't get around these Supreme Court decisions. Yeah. The problem is the people can't move any longer. Their elected officials can't make any decisions. And consequently, we are stuck with a fixed doctrine of five old men on the Supreme Court. Five well, men with black robes and not all old anymore. Well, okay. well, you know, there is that. Even a stopped clock is right twice a day. Um, but Pat, Pat Robertson, maybe he'll find his kind of people in hell. You know, he longs for the days when we stoned the gays. Not when we got stoned, but when we stoned people whose behavior we didn't like. I think you got to remember from the Bible, you look carefully at the Bible, what would have happened in Jesus' time if two men decided they wanted to cohabit together. Happened all the time, uh, Pat. They would have been stoned to death. Oh, they so would Jesus have been. Jesus would not have really? baked them a wedding cake, nor would he have made them a bed to sleep in. That's mighty presumptuous, Pat. But um, we don't have that in this country here, so that's the way it is. But ladies and gentlemen, I think we have to recognize 
uh, what uh, I said a few years ago, uh, at that point, uh, homosexual marriage was condemned. Homosexuality itself was considered a, a, a pathology. Yeah. And now those who were practicing that activity uh, have turned <gasps> and become the oppressors. Oh my God! Of those who hold to deeply they have religious rights. points of view. Those people yeah, the, have the rights. The tables have turned. And the I, tables I think, have uh, turned. It's just the way it is. But it's the way it why? is, baby. What is it about gays? What is it about <laughs> abortion? Have you ever thought why they're on the okay. forefront? Okay. All right. Sorry. I, I. You know. That's that's about all I can take. <laughs> I'm celebrating. Because he is in hell. If you believe in hell, that's where Pat Robertson is right now. What a certifiable piece of human excrement. Wow. Um, so he's dead. And as some in the chat room already said, may Henry Kissinger be next. <laughs> yes. Old Sage Joe. What a pathetic, unhappy blowhard he was. And yet... Millions of people tuned into his TV blasphemy and sent him money because he said, I have a direct line to God. It's a thing. These people who claim to talk to God lie to you. And it's the, you know, the, it's, it's the, it's, it's the, it's the most helpless people among us who give him the money or gave him the money thinking that. He's got a direct line to God. I guess I should give him my money. It's really sad. All the more reason why, when you hear about the things that he said about, you know, the Bible, that, you know, this is a good time to look to Utah. Really, the Davis School District in Utah, I guess, listened to Pat Robertson and or not, <laughs> listen to uh, Rick Dis Ron DeSantis. And you know what they did? They pulled the Bible from the schools because the Bible is full of sex and incest and murder and worse. I mean, this, the Bible is pretty damn violent. And now this same school system, the, the Davis School District in Utah, is... <laughs> because of complaints from some parents looking at the Book of Mormon. Davis School District received the challenge against the Bible six months ago, but it was pulled from elementary and junior high schools just this week. District spokesman Chris Williams explains why it took so long. It wasn't just those Bible verses. It was the entire Bible that the original review committee read. But now their decision is being challenged. That decision has since been appealed. That appeal now goes to a three-member committee made up of three members of our school board. This decision is sparking a huge debate online, and Williams confirms they received a challenge against the Book of Mormon Friday. We're getting responses from both sides of the issue. Uh, what kind of things are they saying to you? Uh, can't believe the decision was made. Uh, or I support the decision. The district provided a copy of the original complaint where someone wrote, quote, I thank the Utah legislature and Utah Parents United for making this bad faith process so much easier and way more efficient. Now we can ban all books and you don't even need to read them or be accurate about it. Heck, you don't even need to see the book. And now the Book of Mormon will be reviewed just like the Bible was. Good. Critics say Utah's new law aimed at keeping pornographic material away from kids allowed for these kinds of challenges on religious texts. Isn't it interesting how sometimes we could use their own hateful laws against them? And by the way, 
It is June 8th. We are smack dab into the second week now of Pride Month. And look, I know it's popular to kind of rag on the president. But you know what? Thank God we have this president and not the former guy. Uh, I'm announcing today a series of new initiatives that we're taking to protect the LGBT community. We're going to do this at the four out on the South Lawn. We're having Pride Day. We're going to have to postpone it because of the, the, the climate, because of the weather and the, and the pollution out there, because of the fires. But uh, number one, we're going to strengthen the physical safety, uh, dedicated resources, the federal coordination of Better Protect Pride celebrations, marches, community centers, health care providers, and small businesses. And secondly, we're addressing civil rights violations, a new coordinator to protect LGBT students from book bans, which make it harder for kids to learn and may violate their civil rights at the same time. We're also engaging in mental health and, and, and other supports, more mental health resources and funding to help families support their kids, new efforts to protect LGBTQ kids in foster care, and steps to end the absolute end of LGBTQ homelessness. Good for him. You know, in this day and age, when all we're hearing from the right, who we should actually be calling the wrong, is, you know, oh, those horrible, deviant people who don't subscribe to the teachings of Christ. Yeah, screw you. By the way, um, got a lot of feedback on yesterday's show with uh, Jesse Hagapian uh, about the, the Teach Truth Day of Action happening on Saturday. And I had mentioned a clip, a teacher who stood up at that Hernando County um, uh, school board meeting and talked about, you know, answered the the protestations of some of the members of the school board. One, Ms. Rodriguez, who who, um, complained about the fifth grade class that saw a Disney movie that, God forbid, featured a gay character for about two minutes being an innocent kid talking about a crush on another person. And and th- that's so harmful to their children that you need to, you know, get rid of that teacher and ban Disney movies. Unbelievable. But this is the clip that I thought I was playing, um, that I, I played the wrong one. But this is a teacher. This is what teachers are dealing with under this. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Under this. Um, this 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 right turn into fascism from the Hernando County School Board meeting just uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Hi, Alyssa Morano, Spring Hill teacher at Nature Coast for one more day. One more day. No one is teaching your kids to be gay. Uh-oh. Sometimes they just are gay. Sometimes they just I have are gay. Teach. I literally don't have time to teach your kids to be gay, even if I cared enough to. I don't. <laughs> I want to teach them literacy and numbers. Mm. Numeracy, if you will. If you've spent time in a classroom, you'd know it's hard enough to get your kids to put their name on their papers. We do not have the power to change a part of them that has always be- been part of them. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Students are watching their teachers being picked off in a witch witch hunt. 
They're learning that people of a certain group don't matter right now, and I would hate to break it to you, but more of your kids were already a part of that group before they walked through my door. That was under someone else's watch. Uh-oh. Potentially even their parents. <gasps> They're watching their classroom walls become bare, something this school board apparently really cares about. We love bare walls. Yeah. Our students are learning that if someone is different from them, all they have to do is be a bully and their existence will become political. Mm -hmm. We can hop in our Hernando County time machine and go back to 1950 and remove rights that we don't care for. According to the ideology being shared, I should be straight. I walked into every classroom throughout my entire time as a student, gay, with straight (laughs) teachers against all odds. I walked across the graduation stage, gay. Whoa. Uh, there were no rainbows, and yet there I was, gay wow. and real wow, and human wow. and deserving of, of rights. If we are criminals because we accept people for who they are, then let it be known that I literally don't care what you're attracted to, <laughs> who you want to be, what you want to be called. Just sit down, pay attention, look up from your phones and look up at your teacher at the board. Hell yeah. Learn some math. If that's a crime, cuff me now. If you don't already know this, students don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Every single one of them. Gay, straight, black, white, Asian, trans, all of them. And I love them all, exactly as their weird little selves are. This gay teacher who accepts her students exactly the way they are. Hell yeah. I have goosebumps from that. And sadly, we are losing teachers like that now every day because of the work of people like the Florida governor, the man, the Florida man who wants to be president, governor death sentence. But uh, here's one who spoke out in Tennessee just the other day. We started the year with a staff of 24 and one open position. By the end of the year, there were 13 returning. Of those 13, four have applied elsewhere, which drops that number to nine. Uh Nine out of 24 that are for sure returning to West Wilson. That's one grade. Multiply that by three. They are transferring or going to different counties. Why? Everyone seems to blame it on pay. While that is a big issue, that is not the only issue. Student behavior is out of control. Teachers see admin and the ATC backing parents over them. Teachers hear the message being sent at every one of these board meetings where we are called indoctrinators and seen as the villains when all we want to do is teach. We have more and more added to our plate with nothing taken off. We are constantly being questioned by people who do not have degrees in education, by questioning books and curriculum, all while being paid less in surrounding counties. But I see you. I hear you. I got the message loud and clear. Ms. Gray, your time is up. Oh, her time is up. Because it's more important to cut off a teacher speaking truth to power than it is to let her speak and finish her statement. My God. She said not only nine out of 24 teachers in this school are returning, citing student behavior, low pay, and teachers being portrayed as, quote, indoctrinators and villains. I remember when we used to respect teachers. We never paid them what they were worth, but at least we respected them. And now we have parents uneducated Bible thumpers in most cases who've never read the books they're protesting because they heard there was something gay about them. We live in opposite world. This is, these are scary times. This is why um, it's all hands on deck time. Now, somebody asked me a few minutes ago in the chat room if I'm going to ask Howie Klein about, um, 
uh, about, uh, you know, if Blue America is going to endorse Cornell West for president. Yes, Cornell West has decided he's running, but he's not running as a Democrat. He's running on, at some, on some third party ticket. Really? I get it if you don't like Joe Biden. Not, I mean, I think he's doing a decent job, considering. Um, certainly better than the alternative on the wrong side. Um, but to mount a third party candidacy right now, the only reason anybody would do that would be to guarantee a win for the Republicans. So I would say don't do that. Don't do that. So we'll ask Howie about that. I also want to ask Howie about some of the other news that happened this week, including, um, you know, well, I, I do want, I, I'm going to see if I can't get Howie Klein to admit that um, uh, that Joe Biden did something really good in vetoing what the bill that passed Congress that went to his desk that would have killed off the student debt uh, forgiveness plan that was stalled. Congress killed it. Joe Biden vetoed that. I'm going to see if we can get Howie to say something nice <laughs> about Joe Biden. Howie will join us in a few minutes. First, let me tell you uh, again, Father's Day is... Um, very, very soon. It's like only a week or two away. Have you gotten dad, your husband, your brother who's a father, the fathers in your life a gift yet? Let me suggest the Blendjet too. I mean, I know a lot of women love them, but I know a lot of men love them too. My Blendjet too is my favorite appliance at the moment because it's portable. You can take it anywhere. You could blend up your own smoothie, your own coffee drink, your own frozen daiquiri, margarita, whatever you want. Um, and as we learned also, you can use it for salad dressings. You can use it for all kinds of things. It's portable. It's quiet. It's, it's, uh, um, it works great. Blendjet.com. Use the promo code FEEDME12. You get 12% off your purchase and free two-day shipping. And it lets them know that I sent you as well. So we get some credit for it too. Blendjet.com. Go. It's it's the it's the it's your companion for the summer to keep you cool and refreshed and happy. All right. Another way to get happy is uh, a- another sponsor of ours. I've started working with a therapist through BetterHelp. It's BetterHelp.com. And if you want to go check out, read about the program, go to BetterHelp.com/slash Nicole Sandler. That way, they also know I sent you. And if you sign up for a program, you get 10% off your first month. And, you know, look, I just got, I got a, a solicitation from my insurance company offering me therapy via video conference online. And they want to charge me more than the cost of a monthly plan for better help, which I found very, very interesting. Um, so it's worth looking at. Uh, and because we could all use another objective voice to to bounce our thoughts off of, especially in politically fraught times like these. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make sure you're matched with the perfect therapist for you. And actually, the first one I was matched with, I love. She's great. So find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nicole Sandler today. Get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Nicole Sandler. Okay, another thing that helps, always helps, is a really strong Dirty Debbie. And you know what? You can mix those up in your blend jet too. Are you a multinational corporation hungry for a treat? Well, come on down to Schmucky Chuckies, where you'll personally be seated by Chuck Schumer himself. So many dishes, and they're all fresh. You're going to love our Blue Dog special, the Dino Burger, because we say so. A good hamburger and french fries. And every burger comes with a side order of grits. I love grits. I love anything with corn. It's corn. All for only $50,000. Wash it all down with a dirty Debbie. Nine-tenths water, one-tenth orange juice. After a week or two, you drink this, it's 200 calories, and it's acetic. And wipe your mouth with a tissue print of Glass-Steagall. For dessert, try our DNC tarts. Little cookies, tell the quality of that. Most restaurants give you a mint, but at Schmucky Chuckies, you get complimentary. Sweet and low. Who picks up the tab for all this? Find out now with Howie Klein of DownWithTyranny.com on The Nicole Sandler Show. Hello, Howie Klein. Hi, Nicole. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, thank you. Good. I'm, I'm actually celebrating. I know it's not good form to no, celebrate. You're celebrating, yes, and to, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but I don't care. Uh, Pat Robertson was one of the most heinous human beings who ever walked the planet. And, you know, I spent the first 20 minutes of the show listening to proof, hearing words from his own disgusting mouth denigrating the rights and the lives of other humans and doing it, claiming that he had a direct line to God and God told him that those evil homosexuals are going to destroy the earth and make sure there's human and animal sexual, or sorry, loving love affairs, I think was how he put it. Ick. So, well, I agree. Ick. Ick. So well, he's no longer with us. He's no longer with us. What a shame. Not a shame. I, I, I'm very happy today. It's about time. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you're happy. I am. I am. It just, you know, it could have happened sooner. And, and uh, I'm just, I didn't say it, but a, a couple of people in the chat room said maybe Kissinger's next. Well, uh, you know, demographically, you have to say so. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, so that happened. Now, um, I, I decided, Howie Klein, uh, to yes. see if I can't get you to say something nice <laughs> about Joe Biden. Because, you know, yes, look. I, I say nice things about Joe Biden all the time. In fact, one of my first tweets of the morning was to point out that he uh, he uses veto pen on an important uh, bill that the Republicans, with, uh, with the help of some Democrats, passed uh, that would uh, prevent um, his very, very modest 
uh, student debt uh, program. That's right. Now, look. And I was very happy about that, and you don't have to, you know, pull that out of me. I, I like I said, if, I think it was my first tweet of the morning. I was very awesome. happy about it. Cool. Yeah, that was, I mean, it was surprising because think about it. This was not. Joe Biden's favorite program. It seemed like he was almost dragged kicking and That's screaming right. to support it, to, to offer right. some kind of relief to the millions of people who are, you know, hunkered down with this student debt. Um, and and for him to so so Congress said, you know what, his whole plan is we're killing it. And he vetoed it. That's, you know, that's him listening to what the people want. Because it wasn't his choice. That's not what he wanted. Well, I I guess once he was sold on it, he really believed it. That's one thing that's possible. The other is that he figures the Supreme Court's going to throw it out anyway. So what difference does it make that he could come out looking like a hero to students and it won't cause any problems that anyone Mm. will care about? Yeah. Now, speaking of the Supreme Court, a a surprise from there today as well. John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh joined with the three so-called liberals on the court to uphold a key part of the Voting Rights Act and strike down Alabama's congressional map that said, sorry, we can only have one black majority district in the state. They said, no, that's not this. And wow. Right. And, you know, what, what a lot of the coverage missed is that there are other states in the exact same position, like, I mean, exact same position. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of them is uh, Louisiana. That's the most close to it, but also to some extent, um, Mississippi, even more so South Carolina. Uh, there's a district um, in Georgia that yep. uh, could be talked about there. And there, the uh, North Carolina legislature is just about to, uh, you know, disadvantage um, two Democrats. And at least one of them is probably going to be saved by this ruling. Mm-hmm. It could also have implications in Florida and Texas too, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna go that far, but who knows? I who mean, knows? maybe. Right. So basically, uh, you know, Brett Kavanaugh. I don't know. Maybe he, I, I, with Brett Kavanaugh, I always think there's something else. There's an ulterior motive, and maybe the outside forces are closing in. People are getting too close to where you know, the money to pay off his ridiculous debts came from. And maybe he's just trying to cover his ass. I don't trust him. Uh, I don't really trust John Roberts either, but I trust I trust Kavanaugh less. This is not a, an era when, you know, the, the Supreme Court is held in very high regard for good reason. Yeah. Well, you know, in the earlier ruling that um, that, that just let it go temporarily, uh, Roberts was on the right side and Kavanaugh wasn't. Huh. So it looked to me that Roberts uh, talked Kavanaugh into this or, or convinced him that this was the right thing to do. That's my guess. I, I, obviously, I don't know. Uh, but then you also had sharp dissents, is how they're being described, from Clarence Thomas, Sam Alito, Neil Gorsuch, and Amy Coney Barrett, who said they'll still, they're still open to other challenges to the Voting Rights Act, that they're not going to, you know, just roll over and, and let those damn people have every right to vote that they deserve. This is America, damn it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, but, but it's, it's a step in the right direction because I don't expect anything positive out of this court. Yeah, I, exactly. That's what I I think as well. That's what I wrote about. 
And, um, you know, the, the maps that I've seen uh, that are likely in Alabama, um, what they do is, is it, it, it makes it very, very possible, very likely that a Democrat will be elected in, in this new district, which will be in the southern part of the state. And, and then it'll be based on Montgomery because what they were doing before is they were combining Montgomery with Birmingham and Tuscaloosa and other black majority counties. And it didn't make any sense. And the Supreme Court saw that. And so, so now it will look like they'll, they, unless they, unless the Alabama legislature tries to uh, gerrymander it again, which they could, uh, there'll be a, a, you know, there will be a black majority, uh, there'll be a, let's put it like this. There'll be a Democrat majority, slightly Democrat majority district in Southern, um, in Southern Alabama. Okay. So that, what that'll do is it's going to throw two Republican congressmen, um, in, into, uh, into one district. So they'll have to fight it out. And they're both very, very conservative. One I would describe as a, you know, over the top neo-Nazi MAGA person. And the other one is just like a very, very hardcore Republican. Hmm. So neither one of them is any good by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, Barry Moore is worse than, uh, what's his name, Uh, Carl, uh, whatever his name is. Well, there's a lot of lot of degrees of bad in terms in our politics. There are many, many right, in degrees. In the Alabama of, Republican uh, Party, you can only imagine. Yes. Uh, no, thank you. I, I don't. I, I don't want to. Though, though it didn't always used to be. I mean, when you think about it, um, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Don. Uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Um, Siegelman. Siegelman. Don Siegelman was a was a governor of Alabama, and he was a good progressive. Of course, they, you know, they targeted him. They they made him a political prisoner. They threw him in jail for a dozen years or so. That'll cure but, you from being a Democrat. He out of jail. He pardoned him, right? No, he was never pardoned. He served his time. Oh, I was joking. I thought he was still in jail. I didn't, no, he's I didn't out. Know. I was just He's out. He's, he's been on the show many times. Obama and, also, oh, he pardoned him too, right? Obama did not pardon him. Obama oh. sat for eight years as president and never lifted a finger to help Don Siegelman, which is... Even on the way out. Even on That's the way he out. pardoned him, right, when he was leaving office. Did not. He still did, did. not. Still did not. Yeah. One of my pet peeves. Hey, uh, I, there was a time when Alabama was a, was a Democratic state all the way, you know, hardcore democratic state, even to the point of, you know, voting for Adlai Stevenson, for example. But, um, the thing is, is that when they were, they were, it was still a conservative state. So they were, yes, they were democratic. They were, they were used to voting for Democrats, but the Democrats that they, that they voted for internally were always very, very, very conservative Democrats. And, and, you know, really more of a Dixiecrat state than a Democratic state. So, you know, even back in, 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 in FDR's time when they were, you know, it was all Democratic, you know, no question about how Democratic it was. Even then, they had to be brought along slowly on this, uh, on this New Deal stuff. And they had to be assured that it wasn't going to help black people too much. Uh, and, and they really didn't want, they, that was really what it was based on. They just wanted to make sure that, you know, the, the new deal things were good for white, poor white people. They were fine with that, but they didn't want to helping poor black people. Uh, they wanted to minimize that as much as they could. Um, yeah, God forbid. Yeah. It, you know, it's a problem in the South. You know, the thing in yes. Florida, yes. 
Yeah, I know it is. It definitely is. If you look at a map and you see where the worst, the most, uh, you know, the, the most poverty, the reddest states, the ones where, you know, minorities have the least rights, the ones with the most authoritarian uh, governors it happens to be in the south some in the midwest but mostly i mean all the southern states are there um and florida used to sort of get a pass because because south florida was more like the northeast right it was northern florida that was more like the deep south but now all bets are off florida is just duh florida is now you know trump world why do you is any connection to um, America, like bringing in every fucking fascist from Cuba they could and, and making them American citizens as quick as they could? Yes. Do you think there could be any, any connection? I, I think there could be. And in fact, you know, Miami is now, it's a foreign country. If I go into Miami, I, I'm, I'm made to feel like the other because I don't speak the language. Seriously, you cannot get around in Miami if you don't speak Spanish. And so it's it's just and it's very it's another world. It's not like it was when I was growing up. Not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing, but in in this case, it is. And it's turned from blue. You know, it's been a very blue area yep. and it isn't anymore. So now, it's, anymore. Uh, you know, you can call it purple, but it's electing re- Republicans. Yeah, it's not purple. And the thing is, you know, again, because uh, I, I guess the Democrats think they, you know, I know there are there are Spanish speaking Democrats, too, but yep. for whatever reason, the Miami-Dade Democratic Party doesn't have people 24 seven monitoring Spanish language radio that permeates the airwaves down here and 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 broadcast propaganda nonstop. You know, there are there are, there are socialism tropes. They're not yep. talking about the same kind of socialism we are. Um, and it, 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 they make shit up. It's like Fox on the radio on steroids in Miami, but is speaking in Spanish. And so they figure the Democrats, I guess, figure, well, you know, nobody speaks English is hearing it. So it doesn't matter. And that's why we lose. Yep. I, I know I'm and, sort of oversimplifying. You know, and, 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 you know, there are some Spanish speaking people in, in Florida who are not Cubans and who, who you know, tend to vote uh, Democratic. Uh, you know, the, the, not the Venezuelans, they're as bad as the Cubans, if not worse, but the, uh, you know, Colombians and Mexicans and Puerto Ricans uh, are mostly Democrats. Well, mostly vote Democratic. Right. No, it's the, it's the older Cubans. And now the thing is, in this last election, they went so overboard on the, those Democrats are socialists and, and you know, that, that they ratcheted up the hate and... Uh, and of course, then the Proud Boys uh, took over big parts of the Miami-Dade Republican Party. So what they can't get by from telling lies, they get by on violence and intimidation. So, yeah, Florida is, is not a good place. I'm still working on getting out of here. But then again, we look at um, there's been a lot of a lot of action in the presidential race this week. And how he not only. You know, on the on the um, Republican side, although, you know, you now got uh, Mike Pence in the race and um, who else? Uh, Chris Christie. Uh, and it, Doug uh, Bergen. And, and, and who? <laughs> who? Yeah. A billionaire who is a self, um, 
uh, a self-financing Republican who is somehow the governor of North Dakota. Right. I mean, this guy is like the luckiest guy in the world, but I don't think he's going to be lucky enough to uh, become president. Yeah. I mean, I, one has to wonder why he's got no name recognition. In a, outside in a, of the Dakotas. Outside of the Dakotas. In a very, very crowded now Republican field where, ridiculously, Donald Trump still dominates. I mean, I, I can't... I. I question why anybody would get in, and and I never thought I'd praise Chris Sununu, but at least he was he realized that it would be sort of a fool's errand to jump in. Well, first of all, everybody is, who's in pretty much knows that they're not going to win, and it's really what they're all counting on is Trump either dying or going to jail. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think. And that's, I mean, Sununu could have been in there too, just waiting for Trump to die or go to prison, which is what they're all waiting for. Yeah. Uh, and in, in terms of Bergen, you know, he's out of a job. I don't think, you know, he doesn't certainly doesn't have to make any money, but if he wants to be in public service, he needs to make, a, you know, a bit of a name for himself. So, you know, I don't know what he's, I mean, he's certainly not aiming to be vice president, but he might be aiming for a cabinet job mm. or... Maybe if you know, maybe an ambassadorship. But I mean, he was no nothing, and now he now and now he will become something because he'll be on the debate stage. Presumably. Maybe, maybe you got to get one percent, or uh, in in three national polls, or mm. forty thousand individual contributors. I mean, the you know the Not or and and oh and yeah, that's a that's a high uh, bar for some people. Yeah, but he thinks he's, he thinks he'll be able to do it. Like I said, he's a, he's a for real billionaire, so he can spend a lot of money uh, uh, getting both of those things to happen. All right. Well, you know, hey, anything. And then, you know, the other thing you have to do is sign a, a loyalty pledge. Yes. Which is interesting because uh, Trump ain't signed no loyalty pledge, nope. pledge and neither is Chris Christie. Uh, right. Right. Although um, I think it was Mike Pence was asked about that. And his answer was, well, Donald Trump's not going to get the nomination. And he was asked again, well, but what if he does? Well, he won't. OK. You know. Right. So, the, so I mean, presumably Chris Christie will say that as well. Yep. But I don't think that the, uh, the RNC is going to accept that as for an answer. Right. But I think Chris Christie did address it. And he said something like, I'll sure. I'll sign on to the the loyalty pledge the same way Donald Trump did. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it. They could all lie, right? I, I mean, that, and that's, what, and that's not could. a stretch for them. That's what they do anyway. So you know, no skin off their teeth. Yeah. But but so Howie, but here's here's my other question for you. On the Democratic side. Look, we know Joe Biden is not the ideal candidate. He's 80 years old. Uh, I don't think he's got the... Cogn- yeah, he, has, he has very, very low, uh, you know, favorables. Right. Uh, you know, people just don't really like him. They don't give yep. him even any credit at all for, for the things that have happened that are decent while he was president. Right. So he's got a couple of challengers on the Democratic side. Bobby Kennedy Jr.? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Anti-vaxxer, I've gotten into it with people about this subject. I'm sorry, that's dangerous. Bobby, go get your medical degree and a, and a, a PhD in science and and uh, uh, biology and vaccine uh, medicine. Came out in favor of vaccines tomorrow. 
he would still be the worst possible Democrat because he's he and many, many things. He's just a right wing Fox News conspiracy yeah. theorist. So why he's is he terrible. running as a Democrat? Not just being an anti-vaxxer. You're right. He's terrible across the board. I agree. Couldn't agree more. And yet there are some people saying that he could put a real dent in the Democratic um, uh, vote. Yeah, because that's what Fox News is saying uh, nonstop. Because uh. they're trying to make that be the truth that happens and that people believe. Uh, you know, he's terrible, and uh, I, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. It would be nice if uh, if um, the Democratic Party would be more forthcoming about explaining that, and and not just thinking, well, he is the he is the son of yeah. uh, someone who was great at one time. Yeah, no, well, he, yeah, he's just terrible. They should take it, on, just uh, terrible. take it on that level and no other level agree now the next one is a little trickier because personally i know you like marianne williamson i do and she's saying she's she's parroting bernie's platform she's saying all the right things my problem is she can't win she just can't win and right now it's a contest between fascism and democracy and I worry that that people I respect are saying, but Marianne Williamson is saying all the right things. Yes, she is. Tell her to run for Congress or run for the Senate or do something where she can have a say instead of being a spoiler. Your thoughts? Well, she's not be a spoiler. She would be a spoiler if she was running as a, uh, you know, as a third party candidate. So she's just running in the primary. She will lose and endorse Biden. OK, good. Thank you for that. Now, what about Cornell West? There, there could be a spoiler, except for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> except for one thing. His, he's running on the People's Party, which is going to be on the ballot in exactly no states. Ah. So is he just making a statement? Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe he thinks that they can get, get on some states, get you know, ballot, uh, a ballot line on some states, and maybe they can. I, but they haven't. And uh, but but he has a very, very valuable role to play. And and I kind of admire what he's doing, um, you know, because he will he will be there to push Biden to the left. I and hope Biden so. Needs- but yeah. But right now, I think, uh, I, you know, I think it's an all hands on deck time to keep Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis, or fascism from taking over, because if we lose another presidential election, I don't think we return from it. Well, I hope you're wrong. I hope Um, I'm wrong, too. You know, uh, what if the reason that Biden vetoed that that student debt thing was because of Cornell West? How so? Because he doesn't want to be, you know, he doesn't want to be obliterated from from the left day after day after day oh. and you know he did something really good i okay. mean biden did a really he did good really thing. good thing yes i agree it I was agree. awesome and and the problem is our party doesn't give him enough credit we're especially the you know the very left and i consider my myself among the you know the pretty far left part of the party i try to praise the things that Joe Biden does that deserve praise because he's getting shit on left, right, and, you know, media every day. Even things that he does right, he still, it seems like he can't catch a break. Nothing, nobody will give him the credit that, you know, 
he's been a pretty consequential president. He's gotten a lot done, more progressive agenda than I ever expected from him. Not saying he's perfect, far from it, but still he deserves some credit. And I know this sounds like a backhanded compliment. He's not as bad as he could have been. Right. And he's not as bad as a Republican. That's right. Right. So anybody, and I think most people um, who wants who want to uh, vote for the lesser of evils, they, they you know their choice is clear. Right. <laughs> and again, we've had this discussion so many times over the years. I don't want to vote for the lesser of evils, but as I have in every single presidential election I voted in, I always vote against the other guy. I think the only time I voted for a candidate was in in 2008 when I voted for Obama and I didn't support him in the primary. I was a John Edwards primary voter, but I did vote for him. Yes, I voted against uh, John McCain, but I I did vote for Obama because I really thought he'd be better than he was. I did, too. But every other every other presidential election, it's always been against the Republican. I vote in the uh, Democratic um, yeah, in, in 2008, I voted for Obama. That was the last time I voted for any Democrat for hmm. president. Yeah. Well, you know, look, we talked about Obama at the beginning with, uh, with Don Siegelman. Big mistake. He really should have pardoned Don Siegelman. And I will always, always fault him for that because I followed Don Siegelman's story very closely. And he's become a friend of mine. And I, I hate that he was rotting in jail for like a dozen years because he was targeted by Karl Rove in the Bush administration. So there are so many wrongs that go back decades that, you know, Obama did us. He, he, there was so much potential there. Uh, he was, you know, we, we I remember I remember interviewing Marianne Williamson in the in the, the holiday before uh, Obama took office in, two, in January of 2009 and talking about this dawn of a new era and what was possible. And, you know, when she was just doing her spiritual thing before she got into politics. And it, it was just, it was such a hopeful interview. And now, uh, you know, all 15 years later, I'm going, God, talk about a wasted opportunity. Which one? Ob- Obama? Obama. Yeah. Mm. It, it could have been... Uh, you know, the, the, uh, and again, we can go back further and say in 2000, if the Supreme Court hadn't, um, you know, sided with Jeb Bush to give the election to Jeb's brother um, here in Florida, uh, everything could have been different. You know, there's a movie that's now showing on some of the. Um, yeah, yeah, things could have been different. But remember, Al Gore had, had a record. And it wasn't um, it wasn't the kind of record that he has made for himself after. That's true. Uh, right. You know, where he's been an environmental hero. He was a very, very, very conservative Democrat. He was. He was. Yeah. It's only since he's been out of office that he's gotten more progressive and more, you know, uh, an inconvenient truth. And he but he became concerned with the environment. I guess he always was, but he didn't show that side of it. Anyway, there's this movie that's showing on some of the streaming services now called Sliding Doors. And it's with Gwyneth Paltrow. And some look, th- there's a writer strike going on now. Maybe some striking writer wants to write this movie. Do the sliding doors thing where, you know, it's two different scenarios. If you get on the train, 
before it leaves the platform or if the door closes before you get on and the two different paths you could go. If someone were to take that uh, sliding door concept and redo the um, 2000 election to where the election's not stolen in favor of George Bush and play out what could have happened the next 20 years. I'd go see that movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hard to say what would have happened, though. Right. The, um, but that, you know, I mean, if it, it's a fiction, it, it's, it's not that it's not as hard. <laughs> but if you want to make it realistic, you know, who knows what would have happened? You know, I mean, you're, you're assuming that we wouldn't have gotten involved with the Iraq war. Yes. I don't I, know. I, and I really don't believe Al Gore would have taken us into Iraq. We would have, I think we probably would have gone into Afghanistan if indeed 9-11 happened, because he might have paid attention to that presidential daily briefing that said bin Laden determined to strike in the U.S. We don't know, but... but That's an interesting part of it, about that, if he would have paid attention, because he would have. That's right. Because he, you know, yeah. Well... That would be that would be interesting. Yeah. So somebody, if anybody wants to write the movie, get in touch with me. I'll I'll work on it with you in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else to do. Um, do the soundtrack. Yes. Oh, that that could be fun. By the way, did you see? I know your favorite congressman Maxwell Frost gets up on stage at a concert in D.C. with Paramore, whose music I'm not that familiar with, but the singer, a woman named Haley Williams went out and railed against Ron DeSantis. And then she brings Maxwell Frost up on stage who does this, you know, fuck, fuck DeSantis, fuck, you know, <laughs> fascism. And, and apparently does, has the dance moves down. Amazing how, you know, just like a couple of days after, after he voted um, with the Republicans uh, for the, um, uh, the, the, the turd sandwich. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I mean, he's, you know, he pretends he's this big progressive and he's not. Right. Well, in some ways, I guess he is. But in others, he's young. <laughs> he needs to learn a few things, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's got the dance moves and he shows that he's, you know, he likes this band that uh, that uh, are you familiar with them? Paramore? No, I watched the thing. You know, yeah. The, the dance moves were pretty um you know, heavy metal dance moves, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But uh, that's what they are, yeah. I guess. Uh, and, and people in my chat room are going, "Yeah, Paramore, Haley can really sing. Cool." No, I guess I need to know them because any any musician who will get up on stage and say "fuck Ron DeSantis" and if you vote for Ron DeSantis, you're dead to me. I'll I'll I'll, I'll give him a listen. <laughs> Good. Well, the president of Mexico said the same thing. Okay, I'll give him a listen too. <laughs> By the way, literally, like no uh, Hispanic should give a single vote to uh, DeSantis. Well, that's true. I, I agree. Um, now, before I let you go, one last thing. Uh, you know, your governor's better than my governor. I know you're not a Gavin Newsom fan, but he's proposing no, a 28th Amendment to the Constitution to enshrine yeah. fundamental, broadly supported gun safety measures into law. Is this just yeah. posturing? No, no, not at all. He, I mean, posturing is the wrong word for okay. it. I mean, it's certainly, he, he would certainly like to get this done. He certainly hopes it will also be his ride to, uh, to the presidency. So, uh, but, so both of those things can be true at the same time. So in other words, he, he really does want to do a good thing. And he is committing himself very, very publicly to, to doing the work that's going to make it happen. And I believe him. 
And, uh, and yes, he's doing it because he would like to advance his political career. Um, and uh, I understand. And, and look, we could do a lot worse. There are worse than him. And the fact that he's fighting back against DeSantis's latest thing, picking up migrants from New Mexico this time and sending them to Sacramento. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah, it's just. I mean, is DeSantis, is, why is DeSantis doing that? Also to further his political career. Yeah. So they're both trying to appeal to different audiences. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, it's politics. And now we are in another election cycle because it never ends. I think we'd be better served if we do what some other countries do and limit electioneering to, oh, like a six week campaign time. Make it eight weeks. I'll be generous. Eight weeks before the election, they can start. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. It'll do never you, happen. Do you think that um, DeSantis makes Trump almost seem, seem sane in some ways? In some ways he does. And that's really scary. Maybe that's the, the game plan here. You know, and I wouldn't put anything past them. Not that I think that they've done this. I think that they're really feuding because they both have massive egos. But that would be smart. Put someone out there like DeSantis and make him. Yeah, that's not happening. No, it's they, not they, happening. They, no. But, I mean, the latest thing that, they're, that the two of them are fighting or about to fight over publicly. What? The size of their penises. I know. I saw that. This is not, you're not kidding that Trump's people are really telling him to take on the little D in D Santis and talk and, and saying, no, we're really talking about his penis. Yep. Yeah. This is this. You know, I've always said Donald Trump is a you know, 10-year-old boy who never got mentally past that place. This just is more proof of that. Right. And, and as you know, I'm sure, as anyone could have guessed, he's now making fat jokes at uh, Chris Christie's uh, expense. Shocker. Who, who could have seen that one coming? Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, I, I don't know what we do to, to gird ourselves against the onslaught. Um, drugs. I say Drugs. Enjoy in the safety of your own home where you're not hurting anyone else. Make sure you're not driving, but imbibe, you know, <laughs> enjoy to, to escape. Do what do what you must to tune out the noise. Um, I guess like CNN is <laughs> poor CNN. Um, Chris Licht is is gone. Do you think they can write that ship? No, especially uh, the, the one who may sell it now to the guy I heard uh, this horrible billionaire Katsimides. I don't know how you pronounce his name. You mean the guy, the the chair of Discovery is not a right winger enough? They want to they want to go with someone even more um, Murdoch-like? No, no, it would be selling it. Right. Selling it to another right winger. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they wouldn't have uh, they wouldn't have any anything to do with it. In other words, they sell it and they, you know, they wash their hands of it. That's it. It's over. Okay. Oh, God. What a mess. Yeah. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about, by the way? No, I don't. Katsimides. He's a radio guy, but he, he made his fortune um, in, in grocery stores in New York City, and he does a radio show on, on the weekends. He's very, very right-wing. He was a Trump supporter. Oh, God. No. C-A-T. They call him Cat sometimes. Oh, God. Anyway, okay, he's, well... He's really, really bad. Really great. bad. And, so... And he... 
seems to be making an offer or, you know, or, or offering to make an offer on CNN. Oh, my God. I think they just need to put it out of its misery already. Just shut it down. <laughs> and I, I guess that's not going to happen. But uh, I, I, I'm worried about the future. Just saying, you know, I know it's, I know it's a, 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 a weird thought to have, but I, I'm, I'm worried about wait the future. A, how, wait a few years and you won't. <laughs> if we survive that long. All right. Howie Klein, we are, we are, we're, we're out of time. Um, as always, thank you. I'll talk to you next week. And, yes. and you know what? Pat Robertson will still be dead. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, Howie. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you as always. Bye-bye. Bye. Find Howie Klein, of course, at downwithtyranny.com. And while you're there, check out the Blue America Pack. They identify and uh, help support, raise money for the best progressive candidates, which is what we need. All right. With that, we are done. Um, I, 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 I was going to leave you with, uh, something else, but I, but I won't, I'll just say, we'll leave it there. Uh, I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. I'll figure it out one way or another. The good news is it's Friday. So, and Pat Robertson will still be dead. Have a good one, everyone. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.